Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you have two quarterbacks, you really have no quarterbacks, unless you're Ohio State. And that's coming from a Michigan man. Not a Michigan man. Uh, Meanwhile, there's one team in the NFL I'm ready to finally be good at football. All that and John Wayne Gacy coming up on the emerging podcast scene. The first four hours were simply in a moose bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure, he's the one on dessert? Not for me. Good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Did you, uh, did you see this tweet from yesterday from Alabama football? I did not. You want to take a look at that? Do you want to comment on that? Uh, hey, it's nothing wrong just, with having guest I, speakers come in. Oh, I thought you might have a, a take on that. I didn't know. Okay, never mind. I was setting you up, seeing if you'd say something. You didn't say anything. No. Okay. We're brought to you by Extend. Hello. Speaking of college football, Ohio State is down to Devin Brown. Mm-hmm. Why am I drawing a blank on the other guy? Kyle, Kyle McCord. McCord. Kyle McCord. I want to give the job to Kyle McCord because Devin Brown wears number 33. Is that fair? That's weird. That is very weird. I mean, what is this, the 1930s? Uh, Devin Brown also, uh, because in some circles this tends to matter, he is a white quarterback. <laughs> I think a lot uh, of people might not know that until. Why is that? This very. Why does that matter, moment. or why does people not know? Uh, people always have been conditioned to think that in a quarterback competition, where one is white, one is black, one is mobile, the other isn't, because they they're stuck in the oh, they're stuck in like the nineties. Okay. They're stuck in the nineties, I think. Yeah, Devin Brown is white. <laughs> Caucasian, if you will. They're both four-star, right? Uh, one was the fifth best quarterback in his class. The other was the eighth. Mm-hmm. I think was McCord and Quinn Ears, Ears. class. And he was the number one quarterback at yeah. the time. Yep. And what's his situation in Texas right well, uh, ho- Holding off uh, Archie Manning. Arch Manning, I beg your pardon. And then I saw some expose saying Arch Manning um, might be the biggest flop of all time. Okay, that's just ridiculous, but okay. I mean, they, they're not going to hurry him. Yeah. 
You know, did Peyton Manning start his first game as a freshman? Oh, I know he's only his uncle and not the actual father. Yeah, Cooper Manning is the father. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, but obviously, it is. It's a weird situation in Columbus uh, because well, I don't have my boots on the ground there. I certainly talk to people you who put are the down boots there to somebody, and they are very confident, as Ohio State fans are always going to be, because I mean their receivers are amazing. They they always have you know dominant defensive ends. Mm-hmm. You know Sawyer is there. They expect big things out of him. Uh, the Marvin Harrison, Sawyer, yes. Marvin Harrison might be the best player in college football next year. I mean he's certainly going to be. You mean this year? In this, this year, I mean, we're yeah. twelve days away. In, in, he's in the discussion. There's no doubt. And there were people saying he shouldn't even play this year. He should just go to the NFL, wait it out, and go. Boy, that's an interesting thing they were at because like, well, you say what you were going to say, yeah. and then I'll, I'll so, bog it so down. So there's always going to be this confidence if you're an Ohio State fan. You're going to look at the schedule, especially before USC comes in. You're going to look at the schedule and assume all these wins on the schedule. They have the Notre Dame game in South Bend, which is going to be um, a, a, so much fun. I mean, yep. as much as I hate Notre Dame, that's what makes that game fun, that I hate Notre Dame. And losing to Notre Dame at Notre Dame is just unacceptable. And I will, I will lose it. You think I'm bad with the Michigan losses? I think I feuded more with Notre Dame fans wow. over the last 15 years of my life because of message boards. Because they've always said, we do it the right way. We do it the right way. You guys cheat. And I'm like, man, the last guy, the last time you guys were truly, truly relevant, uh, there was a whole book about scandal that was going on under your tarnished dome. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. The teapot, the biggest one since the teapot <laughs> dome scandal. Quick update. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Manning was the third-string quarterback as a freshman. There you go. Behind one Jerry Colquitt. I don't know if he's related to the punters. Uh-huh. And Todd Helton. Whoa, okay. Todd Helton, the pitcher? Yeah. Wow. The baseball player. Wait, Todd Helton didn't first pitch. baseman. Yeah, I was about to say. I was thinking of Mike yeah. Hampton. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, Todd Helton was a, was a hitter. Yeah. Um, wow. But but anyway, like, obviously. Heath Schuler. Ohio State. For every reason you'd think, they just have better players than everybody, which they yeah. do. They uh, There is a debate about whether they have better players in Michigan this year, which has not been the case for a long time, really since I was young, uh, that that was the case. And there is this thought that, hey, roll the ball out there. Roll that football out there, and they're going to be fine. They probably are. But when you do have confusion at quarterback – is your best chance to lose a game you're not supposed to lose, or maybe two? I, clearly, and that's true. This is not the season. Clearly, for that that's to true. happen to Ryan Day, given Boy, what you, has happened the last two I years. I think you want to fire Ryan Day. I don't think you trust him. Well, my my, I think you want an Ohio State trust. guy, a true Ohio there are State man. Elements of trust I do have for him. I, I absolutely trust his ability to build an offense. Uh, his recruiting is awesome. Uh, they're not losing games because they don't have enough talent. That's for sure. There has been a philosophical shift that started with Urban Meyer and then went to the next level mm-hmm. where, you know, Jim Trestle was all about trench warfare, power running game, you know, up until Troy Smith came in and then they started to pivot a little bit. Then Urban Meyer came in and he said, hey, trench warfare still. Yes, we have to have trench warfare. Guys, we got to be able to roll out of the pocket. We've got to be able to throw the football. We've got We've got to have you know, dual threat at quarterback. That's just the way this game is going. We have to have space. We have to play with space. We have to open up the, the middle of the field to be able to do the things we want to do and allow our athletes to be able to do them. And now with Ryan Day, they've almost come to the exact opposite of the Jim Trestle teams where we've kind of gone away from trench warfare. They were not as dominant on the line of scrimmage. They've been accused of being soft them. in the trenches. They have gone soft, but 
they still have the weapons to compete with Georgia, as you saw in the. So yeah. it's a tit for tat. You're never going to create the perfect team. Maybe you'd argue Georgia did the last two years. They could win either way. Um, but that's tough to do. That's really tough to do and to sustain that over time. My issue with the hiring of Ryan Day from day one is Ohio State. No pun intended. Ohio State deserves a national comprehensive search for a head coach. They absolutely did not do that. They listened to Urban Meyer, and they listened to some other people that were highly influential who said, you've got an up-and-coming stud of a head coach. You better give him the job. And they did. He is a really good coach. Ryan Day is a really good coach. You can't lose to Michigan three straight years. You just can't, especially if you're not winning the national championship. Well, Maybe you could get away with it in the new new NCAA where you could lose to Michigan and still win the national championship. They almost did that last year. There's a lot of ways I disagree with you, but at the same time, I know when you say the deserve the national comprehensive search, I know you're right because you and I are privy to some information. Even if you hire the guy in your backyard. Even if you yeah. do. But you got to do the search. Well, they did not do a search. But I, I think that that's part of the reason I know you're right because I, I want to say that and we don't really talk about this. Now, I'm sure there's a bunch of yes-men down in Columbus who might disagree with us. You and I know, specifically, there were some movers and shakers who thought there was going to be a national search. And they basically had the rug pulled out from under them. Now, some people will say, you should have known better. You should have known that Ryan Day was going to be the guy. It wasn't going to be anybody else. Fair. But there's definitely some big-name movers and shakers who felt like they had the rug pulled out from under them because they were making calls on behalf of Ohio State. And to, to big names out there going, it's time to, to consider this and consider the advantages and the disadvantages uh, because you, there is a disadvantage to being a head coach at Ohio State. You know, I'm reading that, uh, that War As They Knew It book. Which is a uh, which is basically a biography of the 1970s between uh, Bo Schembechler and, and Woody Hayes, and it's written. And I I, I wanted to mention this to you because there was a coach, and now I forget his name, who actually left Ohio State for the Minnesota job. It always comes back to Minnesota because he said there was too much pressure to win games at Ohio State, and actually he was one of three coaches to resign. Because of the pressures of the job. I also didn't know that at Is one Ryan point... Is Ryan Day going to be the next one? Well, I also didn't know at one point that Woody Hayes tried to dissuade Bo Schimbeckler from taking the Miami of Ohio job mm-hmm. because he told him he was the coach and waiting at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. What what wild history that would have been. Yeah. My oh, yeah. God. Anyway, that book is that book is so good. Tone, I, I, I told you, it makes me feel like I wasted all my time on that other book. <laughs> this book is so good, you guys. Anyway... Uh, the the big crux of the situation because I was gonna I was gonna attack you on one point that you made but I forgot what the point was. Oh, real quick, I know you said that some people said Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. should even play this year. Yes, you know there was some pretty strong accusations against Jackson Smith and Jigba. The same thing, mm-hmm. like hey, you know he's got a hamstring injury. Do you really want to come back? Yeah, could he have played? Could you have played, or mm-hmm. do you really want to play, or do you want to? Yeah. A lot of people assume he could have. Which is it sucks to have to go after one of those kids people like might, that. Have, might have rhymed with uh, Fenny Farman. <laughs> so, you know, I don't feel as bad today going after the college kids because the good ones have a chance to make a lot of money, uh, like while they're in college. Mm-hmm. So I think they're kind of. While I understand they social media can be a contaminant, and it's unfortunate that that kids have to deal with that. And my God, from high school now when they are recruiting, being recruited, and then when they commit to a school. 
uh, they're getting the wrath from certain fan bases. That's 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 poor form. We've talked about that for years. But they feel they can do it now, and they're emboldened yes, to do it are. because of the money. And they do feel that way. You Absolutely. know, that's the whole, that's what the money's for argument. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you could absolutely make the argument that, that Marvin Harrison Jr. doesn't need to prove anything. Where would he be drafted this year if he didn't play football? Um, if he didn't play? Yeah. First round. And it wouldn't even be that much of a red flag to teams. Let's be honest. First round. Let's be no, honest. No, I, I got more miles for you. I got more miles. First round. I think a few unnamed GMs or or past personnel guys in the NFL would come out and tell ESPN or whoever that, ooh, big red flag, him not playing this yeah, year. And then guess what would happen on draft day? They're hoping They'd he drops like, to him. They'd be like, holy cow, he's going to be better than his dad. They're hoping he drops to him. I think that, oh, by the way, there was another thing there with Dewan Jones I wanted to bring up with you. Anyway. Yeah, um, Jackson Smith and Jingle was taken take, take 20th. Yeah. First round. First round. Uh I, I think there would be some conversation within an organization. Who did he get drafted by again? Was it the my God? Why am I drawing a blank? Is it the Colts? Why am I, no Seahawks? Seahawks, That's right. there yeah. it is. Yeah, because he was in their big uniform yes. unveil. That's right. Golly. Um, we forget about you. The, the the minute. Well, that's that's part of the whole thing. I mean, I remember I was interested in Niall Diggs from the moment he said he was coming out of the draft until when he went to Green Bay and the whole thing because I was a big Ohio State fan. Now you don't even get that chance. Lima's right again. Anyway, um, actually, I, I, I made that point too, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with Marvin Harrison Jr., it would be just a question of where he would go in the first round. But I also think that, like, I want to make this comparison because some people – in my mentions yesterday, when I brought up Dewan Jones, they're like, well, they said he had first-round talent. Like, now it's turning into this thing like, why are you guys so surprised Dewan Jones is this good? As if he had no weaknesses yeah. that caused him to fall to 111th. And there were some people in my mentions going, well, the media, the media. And I'm like, I I was getting ready to get in the truck to leave because I'm like, man, I kind of want to jump in this, but I can't. I'm like, guys... A lot of the stuff you guys say, blame on the media about draft picks being driven down. Who do you think feeds them that? Who feeds them that stuff? It's general managers. General managers are trying to drive down prices yeah, it's on other for guys. Sport. A lot of it yes. is for sport. I mean, it's nefarious, but it's true. Like, a lot of us are sitting there going, media this and media that, because they were going, I was like, man, Dewan Jones, what a, he could be a steal. What a steal. Fourth round pick, first round talent could be amazing. And everybody's saying he could be a first round pick, could be a first round pick, then it's a fourth round pick. And it was like, well, did he, wasn't it, he didn't go to his own pro day, things like that. Like, there were questions about his motor. Okay, well, the media didn't just make that up. Okay, they get fed things uh, from general were, managers. There were people at Ohio State that had some concerns. Okay. This didn't come out of nowhere. But I, I go, I think the media, in a lot of ways, goes the other way when it comes to draft picks. You just saw that Johnny Manziel documentary. Mm-hmm. The media, Skip Bayless, a lot of people, a lot of fans, first round, top 10. Should be a top 10 pick. Should be number one overall. Remember Malik Willis? We thought he was going to go in the first round, third round. Media will media pumps guys up more than we realize. Well, and you know the too, negative stuff is fed. You know too all the time. I talk about the the joke of uh, how, how'd you guys do in the draft? Well, we got three guys that all had first round grades. How many guys uh, nowadays? They either go in the first round, the thirty two players, mm-hmm. or oh, at one point they had a first round grade. At one point, that's oh, that's how many guys? That's I like two hundred guys you can, at some point, yeah. or they were a five star. They were a top five yep. recruit in high school. That's another five guys you want to add to the list. Every year, 
there are 32 teams talking themselves into their second and third round pick that they had at some point a first round grade. If you were doing it, you would say, can I get the 50 guys who I could grade in the first round as possibilities? That means there's 18 offshoots there, and you have to account for one guy probably being a second round grade who ends up getting drafted in the first round. The Mike Junkins, if you will. Yeah. Like guys who were not projected to be where they were taken and they were well, overdrafted. That's why, that's which why does I happen love, every year. This is what I love, is Daniel Jeremiah is one of them, and... Uh, Todd McShay has done this too, but Jeremiah is great with this. Whenever we have him on, I flat out say, how many first-round grades do you have right now, and how many do the does the average team have in the NFL? And he, he talks to everybody, mm-hmm. and he will say, here's exactly what it is, although I wonder now that he's doing uh, the, 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 um, uh, the radio. Is he doing radio for the Chargers? Or whatever. I think so. Yes. I wonder if less less teams talk to him nowadays. But he he will give the exact amount that he thinks there are, and he does not waver. He does not say, "Oh, yeah. well, they 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 got him in the fourth round, but he had a first round." No, he does not. That's what teams try to tell former you. Former scout, I'm a big fan of Dan and Jeremiah. Yeah, big fan of Dan and Jeremiah. Doesn't seem I to call be DJ, someone, but I've never met him. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be someone who makes stuff up just to hear themselves talk. Mm-hmm. If he's saying it, he's heard it. I uh, but uh, you asked me the question about the concern for Ohio State's quarterback situation. I really, in a lot of ways, use Michigan as the template here last year between Cade McNamara and uh, J.J. McCarthy and what their beginning of their schedule was. I mean, they basically, because you don't have a preseason in college football, so this is a risky proposition unless you're Ohio State, Michigan, I think Alabama, I think, uh, depending on your schedule, right, the schedules change. But unless you're one of the haves in college football, I think it's a risky proposition. But Ohio State can do exactly what Michigan did last year, where you start off this season, you have three games to get yourself sorted out before you play Notre Dame. Indiana, I think this is Tom Allen's last season. Youngstown State, it's Youngstown State. No offense, we're rooting for. I'm rooting for Youngstown State. Not in this game. Whatever. Well, you know what? I'll root for Youngstown State mm-hmm. in this game. What the hell? But. I like Youngstown State, want them to do well. Penguin football was great when they were really, really good, pulling for them, right? But you don't have to worry about Indiana. You don't have to worry about Youngstown State. You don't have to worry about Western Kentucky. You do have to – oh, by the way, their old football coach, Matt uh, – Mike Stafford? Either way, he got fired after he unfollowed me on on Twitter. Um, let, let, let that be known to show you. Um, <laughs> well, I don't even remember his name. That's how important he was. And then you got, I mean, Notre Dame, you you have to have your affairs in order in Notre Dame by the time Notre Dame They could have lost last year to Notre Dame. Yeah. Like, and then after that, Maryland, I, I take Michael Oxley seriously. I think he's a good coach. Should. I think he's organized. I think he's done a really good job there. I think he's he's given them the best chance to be a consistent bowl team, uh, certainly since Ralph Region. And then Purdue is going to be, I, I think Purdue is going to take a massive hit. A lot of guys left. Um, Who's their new coach? He's a defensive guy. Why am I drawing a blank? Either way, I think they're going to take a massive hit. I know who I know the guys who left, but I'm I'm struggling to figure out who their head coach is right off the top of my head. Uh, Wisconsin, I think, is always going to be a challenge because it's at Wisconsin. Then you have it's one of the few places I think Ohio State players have been intimidated going mm-hmm. into Michigan State. I think would be a seven win team this year. They need a they need a huge they need back. a big year for Mel Tucker. That's a big matzo ball hanging out there. Minnesota, I think Minnesota will start off the season pretty nice. Even even though they have to go to North Carolina, but you'll you'll beat Minnesota. I think Minnesota's probably a six and six football team this year. And then you got Michigan. 
and Michigan's going to be really good. On the road. Well, the quarterback situation, I think, is, again, what? just have it figured out by Notre Dame, and I think you should be fine. You have a three-game preseason before yeah. Notre Dame, and you really might want to ramp it up, so you might want to know by Western Kentucky. So basically you have an audition for both of those guys before you get going. And I think that's fine. Well, it's I just, think it's fine for a school like Ohio State. We, we've had so many years where it's pretty much been assumed, here is your quarterback going into the season. Oh, of course. You're going to be good to go. You've and, had some and, legendary quarterbacks, and, Dwayne Haskins, C.J. Stroud, was, Braxton Miller. This was supposed to be the year of Quinn Ewers, and it wasn't. And, I mean, the guys knew pretty early. I think they knew pretty early. They weren't even letting him do much. He was just kind of on the team getting his own coaching one-on-one, but he, they kind of knew. But it was supposed to be. I mean, when they got Quinn Ewers, it was like, holy cow, the rich get richer. They just got the number one guy. You remember the highlight reel? Yeah. And everybody was like, this is Patrick Mahomes. Throwing with the uh, mm-hmm. the um, Kentucky waterfall going on. I think on. he shaved. I think he shaved it. Oh, he, he definitely, um, he definitely. Uh, how do we say it? We he humbled himself? I think so. Because yeah. of it? They've also had other guys that you never heard of again. I Some people really enjoy it. Like when Tate Martell kind of washed out. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. I, I got nothing against Tate Martell. What, what's the problem with that guy? No, I just felt bad. It, it becomes a yeah. sad situation. Yeah, because there's just some guys, they, I think they go to the Elite 11, and then eh, they get figured out. Like, there's, you can go to the Elite 11, and you play seven on seven, and then all of a sudden you got defensive corner, or you got defensive ends coming after you. I think it's a different story. And they just kind of get figured out. They get caught in the wash. Because at some point, you got to stop playing seven on seven, you got to play actual football. And then that becomes a big problem. I think there are Browns fans hoping we never stop playing seven on seven. Our players have never looked so good. You're as nasty as hell. Uh, well, I'm going to touch your mic real quick. Boop. Is he good? Talk again now. Boop. Yeah. Can you hear me? You're yeah, I got okay, levels. Got levels. Uh, and I, you know what? I was looking for the number because we were talking about uh, vaguely on transfers and everything, and now, of course, you can't find it. There was an absurdly high percentage of college basketball players who are currently – in the portal that will not be coming out of the portal. His his mic is. His, I'm getting no, levels it's coming through your mic. Why is he having problems then? All right, how about now? Now it's good. Okay, there. Uh, I'm getting back to the transfer portal thing. Better that there was an absurdly high number of college basketball players that were in that are currently in the portal that are never coming out of the portal. Mm-hmm. Part of it has to do with COVID. Five years, you get an extra year of eligibility. So for some of them, it was six years. Uh, that that was part of the built-in problem. There just weren't enough scholarships. Do you even recruit high school players in that situation if you're at the you're at the MAC? I mean, I, I know one coach in a different conference who is just done recruiting high school players uh, because he's just going to live with the portal I know going who that forward. Is, yeah. So I I I think it is amazing, and football is going to be a different story because you feel like you feel like there's always going to be if you if you were at LSU, you can come play for my program. If I'm in the MAC, right? Yeah, you can just do it. Basketball is oh, not yeah. working out like that at all. There's a huge problem right now, college basketball with the portal. When I get those numbers, we'll investigate. We'll have it by Thursday. Thursday's podcast. You uh, want to investigate those numbers on Thursday? Yeah, yeah. It's scary. That's interesting. It's friend. actually really scary. And I saw all the responses where, hey, they're grown men. They want to play in this in this era. That's 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 what it's going to be. They want to have their big signing day announcements. They want to collect their NIL money, which they're not. I mean, most of them are not. So, but just to see how heartless, yeah. heartless the people are that were responding. I told you, man, when we were in Jamaica last year and I was in the pool and like, you know, we went with our neighbors and it was Liz and I, and we were by the pool and I was in the pool just kind of, you know, floating around being fat. And there was that guy 
and you should have seen the glee on his face. He starts reading that story to his wife from like USA Today, and I'm eavesdropping. Absolutely eavesdropping about the tax implications that oh, the yeah. players didn't. Now you remember the tax implications that the players didn't think of. These guys, these guys. I'm like, why are you celebrating they that? They are rooting against these kids. Why do you there celebrate that? Su- because they want their old college sports back. They want their college sports back of sitting there, having a guy sit for three years, play his senior year, or he'll have the red shirt, so he'll have his fifth year. So those last two years they'll play. You'll get to know him. You'll get to love okay, him. Okay, but he can make pay money, too. Due, pay your dues. No, they don't believe that. They don't want these guys making any extra money outside of their scholarship. They were like, all right, maybe we'll let them get their food, their per diem. Maybe if they go on the road, we'll get a per diem for them, and that's it. I mean, okay, every now and then, I'm going to miss greasy stories of – Here's $300 in a bag. Like, I'm going to admit, some of that stuff I miss. I will admit. Don't don't act like people don't get People get excited about college recruiting stories for the same reason they get excited about hearing mob stories. Like, you hear about Eric Dickerson and the gold Trans Am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exciting for people. I don't care what anybody says. I, Corruption of minors is, Chris, is funny for Chris people. Chris Mills. Do you remember Chris uh-huh. Mills, a basketball player? Uh-huh. Cavs, Kentucky. I think he was in Indiana, too. Uh, he had the envelopes, the envelopes in the mailbox. This is how it got done back in the mm-hmm. day. I mean, don't don't ever think this world just came out of nowhere and just started at one point. It was always going down. Uh, but, man, it is weird to see grown men root against these college it's, kids but yeah, for I mean, deciding to leave schools well, and try to better themselves. Because guys like us, like... I was dirt poor when I was 20 years old, and you're dirt poor when you were 20 years old. And so to, you know, hopefully you get to a point for a lot of people where, okay, you're 50 years old, you can start to see the finish line, but you're hopefully in a management position at that point, but you've had to work 30 years to get in that position. You've probably had to add different careers to be in that position, right? And so for a 50-year-old man who, all right, I had to live in this apartment and mm-hmm. this 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 loft with four guys just to make rent back when I was you know 20 years old, you know, just coming out of college to, all right, I got the quote-unquote American dream. So you want people to have the same hardships they're, as you. Yeah, because they're, they're jealous of that. And I go, well, no, if I was really good at football and somebody wanted to give me $1,500 a week to represent their car dealership as a really good football player, then I'm going to take the $1,500 a week. You would do it. I would do it. Owen would do so it. Saying it's in the they, American uh, way. They might resent the fact that the influencers, the Paul brothers from Westlake, uh, bought a $6 million home when they were 18. I think that they would resent that. <laughs> I think that they would re- resent that. I think there's been times where I've had to fight my resentment of that. But I also know that I'm sure that they were to work their ass off to come up with content every day to compete with yeah. what looks like a never-ending sea of content for young people yeah, on YouTube. people don't see that, and they don't think that way about most things. I mean, it's the same with people that get upset that kids use their phones in school to Google things. To, you know, they go, well, I didn't even, I had a calculator, and that was it. I didn't have any other help. You had to look everything. Sorry, it's, that's how, that's where technology has taken us now, right? Like, to have those benefits, yeah, I, why not embrace those? It's it's not like you are yourself abstaining from using all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Why would you not also support uh, other people using, you know, what we've done as a society to to benefit themselves and learning at a young age to do it? Not only did we play Tetris in our advanced, our AP calculus course on our TI-85s, 
Not only did we have a cable that we would sync up yeah, you had uh, to have that. next yeah. to our neighbors so we could play each other in various games, right? Uh, but we also obviously cheated our balls off on our TI-85s. The amount of information that we would put in there, every single program, uh, it was amazing that, that the teachers would be that I naive. Tell you, I was always afraid to cheat. I never had the stones to cheat. Never had the stones to do it. Um, I never did it in the sense of maybe you find out the test the night before the answers, and I would stay up all hmm. night and memorize Memorize the answers? Memorize it. But to me, in hindsight, that's much different than the people that had the crib sheets and, and would hide it and try to look at it. No, man, I put in a ton of effort to do that. One question before we what what did you what did you read to me? I was going to read you a question oh, from a from a oh, listener right uh, now live. Breaking Herbert. news! What is it that uh, we have a starting quarterback in Tampa Bay, and his name is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Okay. Congrats, Baker. <laughs> hey, who? What did you? What fan were you when you grew up? What's that? What? Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't say that. What college team were you a fan of when you were growing up? Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Congrats to Baker. Much more interesting with him as a starting quarterback. Like we said. All right, Josh. I'm going to get to your question here in a second. Life Ooh, is more interesting. We're getting live questions. L- life is more interesting with Baker as a starting quarterback. Yes. Which I heard Baskin say something when I was going to the bathroom. I immediately disagreed, and I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you here <laughs> yeah. in a second. They're starting that new show, Bathroom and Phelps. Josh oh, yeah. asked. <laughs> very well done. Josh asked, guys. I get the QB thing is a big deal, but why aren't there more people talking about Ryan Day still calling plays and not handing that over to Brian Hartline? Ryan Day's play calling was definitely in question last year. For a second, I kind of would be like, ah, I, I would trust Ryan Day first. But I'm like, no, I remember. Josh is right. There were people questioning that last year. Give me an answer. You're the Ohio State guy. Come I on. Ne- uh, yeah, I never really cared about that. I, it's the same you didn't thing. think they were a little too pass-heavy last year um, when they could have ran? I mean, they, they've always had good running backs. There, there were games, absolutely. Just like, you know, with Stefanski, there were games I, I, I didn't love the play calling. But that's what happens when you lose, when you win. And I know, what was the game? Was it Northwestern in the bad weather where they just Ooh. they just refused to run the ball? They had and then to when grind they did, that thing out through the air of all but, things. But wait, wasn't it that they, when they wanted to run the ball in the second half, they did? It was that they were throwing the ball around like crazy early on in the elements? Well, because the game was in doubt. Against yeah, Northwestern of was, all teams, which is a terrible program right now. Yeah, so that that was a downer, obviously. Um, but the, you know, you know my thoughts on play calling in general. I, I'm worried about other things. I mean, I'm I'm worried about the game plan they had against Michigan. I mean, two years in a row. That's that's what I'm worried about. And then he atoned. Ryan Day atoned. Their game plan against Georgia was incredible. They had Georgia on the ropes in every way. And now this Georgia team, you know, we're talking dynasty. They could have put a halt to it right there. Yeah, the it was a great coaching job. I got to tell you. Yeah, I, 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 I know gave that Ryan Day credit. I, I give you hell over the Ryan Day stuff just to kind of poke at you, but I thought that was a great coaching I, job. I did too. I totally I did. did. And that's why I, yeah. I like to think I'm fair on these things. Um, but, you know, they, I mean, lost. That, they, that they kid did lose. Hit, if that kid hits that kick, we have no conversation right now. <laughs> if that kid, because they, <laughs> I don't a, know if they beat him like 62 to 7 or whatever that final score was in the national championship game. But they, they beat the no. brakes off TCU. I, think I it, mean, yeah, good I think it, God. I think it would have been closer because I think they had more holes. Ohio State had more holes than Georgia did. Yeah. Um, but Georgia just intimidated TCU from moment one. Yeah. That TCU Michigan game. Might have been the best game I've ever seen. It was awesome. It was one of the best games I've it ever was seen. Awesome. I don't want to get caught up in the moment. Yeah, that was such an awesome game. Well, there's I have. And I've, yeah, I was rooting for TCU. I mean, obviously. Um, 
I don't think I was rooting for Michigan. For Michigan. I, I don't think I was rooting for Michigan. You love them. No, I don't. I don't think I was rooting for Michigan. Oh, you know what? I did want Michigan to win that game. There's a different reason why. I'm not going to tell you. you Ohio State, Michigan. No. Uh, no, bets. actually, your boy. That probably wasn't the reason. There was another reason. I just thought Ohio State was going to lose. Mm. I didn't think they would come out with such a game plan the way they did. Um, damn it! What was I going to mention to you? It just went right through my head, and I was going to mention to you right here. Oh, Baskin! Thank you. I'm. In- okay. Picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. In the bathroom, getting ready to come down here. Baskin, they were talking about Washington, and they, you know, they won the game last night against Baltimore. The commanders. And he had said that... Football is better. The NFL needs Washington to be a good football team. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm standing there washing my hands going, I don't think the NFL needs anybody to be a good football team anymore. Like, there's teams that, like we always say, I believe college football, and you could say the same thing about college football, but this is why I asked the question. I believe college football is more interesting and more fun to me when Tennessee is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could maybe make the same argument for Nebraska. You could maybe make the same argument for I Miami. I would. Like those things are more fun. Does the NFL need certain teams to be good? No. Like do the do the Steelers have to be good? <laughs> no. Or no, interesting don't. enough to be like not interesting bad, but interesting good. Like hey, they can make a run at the playoffs now. They got some gold in them their hills. I like just, that type of thing. I just think you care more about the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks, and where they are. That you want to see those teams. What you don't want to see are quarterbacks that get injured and then bad teams with bad quarterbacks in the playoffs. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I did. And look, there's a fatigue. Green Bay, there was a fatigue with me. I was sick and tired of Green Bay. I just was. It had been how many years? Interesting. Green Bay in every big game, every big game, well, every nationally had, televised game. 20 years Aaron Rodgers was. He was. It was boring until the Hail Mary. I kind of did. Game. It kind of yeah. did get boring. After a while, now look, the networks want the NFC East. They want Philly, Washington, Giants, and Dallas. I think that's the way Baskin thinks. I think he thinks of TV ratings. Uh And I'm like, I don't think it – 
I do think a Cowboys game would have higher I, ratings than a Seahawks game. I hate to say it. I think it's kind of cool if Trevor Lawrence would be really good in Jacksonville. I know their fan base is I the, agree. Uh, to the level of non-existent compared but, to other teams. But that's the difference, but I don't though. care about that. I want to see different teams. Like, if Trevor Lawrence went out there and was a really good quarterback, like he was, you know, second half of this year, and we assume he's going to be th- th- this coming season, would that kind of s- arguably save football in Jacksonville? Yes. Because if they have fans in that stadium in Jacksonville, Joe Burrow do they need to go to uh, if uh, Trevor London? Trevor Lawrence was Josh Allen in in Jacksonville, I think. Yeah, they'd be they'd become a four or five prime time a game year team, where they I you know the cities are kind of the same as far as um, not as far as fan base wise, but right? the size but, of the fan yeah. base. But Buffalo, Buffalo's rabid. I do think you could get some rabidness down there, though, because of how close they are to Florida and Florida State and Georgia. There's a ton of football fans there. They just haven't had a lot to root for. Yeah, and it's not the same. Like, I get they don't have the same following as what Florida and the college football teams have. That That's true. I also, though, believe that a star quarterback can elevate everything. And I, I think that that's kind of the point that you're making. Like When Baskin said, hey, I respect Baskin his point, but when Baskin's like, well, you know, the football is more interesting. The NFL needs the team in the nation's capital to be good. I'm like, do they? I don't know if they do. I don't know if they do. I mean, Washington has not been a serious organization for a long time. No, no. And I think the NFL has been uh, just fine. Now, there's one team, but I feel like they're interesting no matter, well, to some extent. I know they get over-talked about. The Dallas Cowboys. Yes. They get talked about so much that rooting against them is fun. Right. But then, wouldn't I also want to root against them if they were really good? Wouldn't that be more fun to see them lose as a really good team? Mm-hmm. Um, they have celebrity fans. They have just Dallas. Dallas just has the largest fan base in the NFL, right? Isn't that? How about the Bears? I think it's time for the Bears to be good. So I know I'm going against myself, but they got Justin Fields. Isn't it time? The Such Bears a weird have, organization. The Bears have been a nothing for how many years of my life now? No, but they've been to the cute, Super Bowl. I know. I they've know. been to the Super Bowl, Tone. But they have such with Rex Grossman. They, Rex but they Grossman. went to the NFC Championship, yeah. too, with Cutler. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, what I What a weird organization. Yeah. They are. I love their uniforms. I loved Old Soldier Field. New one I don't love as much. Um, but well, I don't I, know anybody I, who likes New Soldier yeah, Field. Yeah. The old one was awesome. And I just, I just think it'd be cool to see. I, I've been to Chicago so many times. And in the fall to go there and have people not care, it's just so weird. So do you think the weird. NFL would be more interesting to you then? Like maybe Bass yeah, has this point. Maybe that's what do it is. Do you think the NFL is more interesting to you if the Bears would be good? Yeah, because it's weird to see my sister and all their friends go, we're not going to the game. These are these bunch of wealthy people that could easily have season tickets. And they're like, I gave our tickets away. And then I'm like, one, one time I was up there in the fall and I had the chance we had a bye week. And I'm like, hey, I want to go to a game. Can you get tickets? And they're like, we gave them away. No one wants them, though. It's terrible. Like, it's... It's 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 wow. such a joke here. And I'm like, this is Chicago. This is the third biggest city or fourth biggest city in the country. Number three, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't know if Houston Houston's I think up Houston's there now. overtaken it. But Chicago is massive. And 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 you see Cub stuff Houston's everywhere when you great, go there. Not a great sports but market. But but Chicago, the Bulls, they've lost that fervor. They've they it, that that's kind of been gone over the years. It's honestly it's Blackhawks and Cubs. And if the Bears were good, it would change everything. I mean, there are diehard Bears fans everywhere. Yeah. But it's just been such a disappointment. I think we all have a buddy who's a Bears fan. 
My buddy Mike Hogan, huge Bears fan. Shout out to Youngstown Wholesale. Good guy. I can't think of a team that I'm... I, I mean, I love... I just love the NFL. I don't think there's a team that... I was embarrassed with myself because I used to go through... This is how embarrassing I was. Nice job hitting the mic. I would go through and watch every game every week and have a tweet about it as if people cared. This is a few years ago. And I'm like, people don't care about this. I need to stop doing this. But that cost me because I kept saying halfway through the year last year, up to halfway through the year, I kept going, yeah, I'm going to get to the Eagles. 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 And it turned out like I barely watched the Eagles I miss by the time they year. really were a serious contender. Like, hey, this team's going to win the division and they're going to – like they got a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I felt like I was late. I didn't realize how dominant they were. All yeah, year. I felt like I was late to the party. They were like one of the most efficient offenses in yeah. NFL history. Like I, think I would, we, were, we all did. Yeah, that, man. Though. And like they so would they be played on TV at the same time as the Browns. Mostly. They would be yeah. on TV, but because I don't know if it was the same time as the Browns, it felt like they would play at like four o'clock. And because the Browns would go out there and suck up the room or something like that, there was on in the peripheral. I remember always being busy. I never sat down during the beginning of the season and watched the Eagles play and like, okay, they're doing this and this and this. I never got to do that. And I've done that for so many other teams. I'm like, this team's good. This team's got some, or that team. Like when I, when I was strident with you guys and I get to do champions pose on this, cause you know, I love the scoreboards when, when they started off 11 and 0 in Pittsburgh in 2020. And I'm like, this team is rotting from the inside out. And you and Kenny and everybody else call me the biggest idiot in the history of idiots. And then they what? They went out and lost basically what the next six. I think five or six. They were including a big us. Down the stretch. Yeah, including us. Because I'm like, this team, I'm telling you, I watch them every week. They rot from the inside out. And that really gave me a lot of fever to continue to watch every single team and to find what I think was right or what I know was right or, and, and see whether or not people believe I'm right or wrong. And I was just so disappointed in myself during last year's season because of Philadelphia. I'm going, I'm not making it an appointment to watch this team. And I didn't know why. I like Jalen Hurts. I like I like Jason Kelsey. I love that defensive line. I didn't know why I couldn't make it an appointment. I have no idea. We got nothing to end on. No, we, we? Mi- we missed out on honestly. We missed out on Jalen Hurts and how how good he is. Because I, I was watching John Wayne Gacy documentaries on Netflix. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.